Welcome to Deeply Disturbing Thing, the podcast. I'm Macy. And I'm Naomi. And we're two anxious counselors with our friend named Sarah, who like to talk about deeply disturbing things. And we believe that normal is boring, knowledge is power, and laughter is the best medicine. Mm-hmm. Cheers. 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 Sarah brought us pixie sticks. Um, <laughs> listen to our last episode, The Candyman, if you haven't. Um, just, you know, tear off the top few centimeters and maybe make your parent eat that part, mm-hmm. just in case. Well, I didn't eat one because I'm not trusting. <laughs> Is that really why? Yes. Is that really why? <laughs> she doesn't trust you, Sarah. <laughs> the back was so sealed. We just so talked much. about murder by pixie okay. stick and when you bring over pixie sticks. I mean, in a cute way. <laughs> I mean, if we're not learning from this podcast, what are we doing here? <laughs> True. I'm first. Oh, good. I thought I was first, but. But you were first last week. So that means I'm first this week. That makes sense. So this is a current event in, in the news. Um, but if you haven't followed it, I want to shed some light on it. I'm going to talk about the disturbingly effed up situation that Brittany Griner is in. Mm, right. You know, I Brittany didn't think Griner. about that. The basketball player? Yes. Brittany Griner oh, maybe. is an American pro basketball player. Yes with the WNBA's Phoenix Mercury. She's six foot nine. Wow, beast mode. She looks like a total superhero. Here's a picture of her in action. Just oh, looks yeah. completely badass. And, and not just looks completely badass. She was a member of Team USA's 2016 gold medal team. She holds tons and tons of awards, including two-time WNBA Defensive Player of the Year. She's a six-time WNBA All-Star. She's one of only 11 women to receive an Olympic gold medal, an NCAA championship, a International Basketball Federation World Cup gold medal, and a WNBA championship. Impressive. So badass. I played basketball in elementary school <laughs> and I get really tired running back and forth. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got there, they already did the thing and said, I have to run back again. <laughs> Sometimes I could do a layup. I would think the hoops were probably lower no. <laughs> for little kids. There's definitely regulation. I don't think so. I think you're just short. I'm it just feels sh- like regulation. I'm pretty sure it's real tall. Yeah, when you're in elementary school, everything seems tall. I could have been the best. You could have. You should have stuck with it. (laughs) No. In February 2022, the February of this year, Griner was detained by Russian customs after vape cartridges containing less than a gram of cannabis oil were found in her luggage. Mm -hmm. She was later arrested on... Which would be enough for personal use. She was later arrested on drug charges. And she had been entering Russia to play with the Russian Premier League during the WNBA offseason. So it's, I read that because the WNBA pays low salaries compared with the NBA, that a lot of the players have to like play overseas in the the offseason to supplement their income. Yeah. So every year since 2014, 
Griner is headed to Russia to compete for the European powerhouse, the UMMC Ekaterinburg. So Griner um, said she accidentally just left the vape cartridges in her luggage. You know, if you're a person that travels all the time, you yeah. leave stuff in your luggage, you're not going to be like emptying it out and, and bringing it back in every time. She did have a prescription for uh, medical use from her home state of Arizona, and she tested negative to every drug test. So in Russia, though, all, all use is illegal. All um, types are illegal. So she was stopped at a Moscow airport. Her trial began on was July first. Was she there with her team? Like, did she fly in with her team or solo? You know, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't find out that. Um, so she pled guilty to the charges. So that was what was recommended that she do for her case. On August fourth, she was sentenced to nine years in prison for drug smuggling with criminal intent. So that's the charge. Drug smuggling with criminal <laughs> with intent. only enough to use for yourself. Yeah, I mean, in that's... In your own vape pen that you brought. That's... Well, there wasn't... It was just the cartridges. Oh, it was just... So that even more leads it. credence to she accidentally left it in there. Yeah. And she, she'd gone to Russia every year, so she knows the rules. Yeah, and most of the time what would happen at any airport is they'd say, throw them out. <laughs> and right. Before you go through, they'd throw them in the garbage can. Oh, Yeah. Um, Russia's a little different. A little hardcore. <laughs> the maximum sentence for this crime, drug smuggling with criminal intent, is a sentence of 10 years. So Griner was given almost the maximum That's, sentence. I mean, nine years is so ridiculous. In a so, Russian prison? So ridiculous. Terrifying. So ridiculous. I mean, all I think about is Stranger Things. Yeah. That's where my mind went. <laughs> That's where my mind went, too. I'm like, oh, God, get her out of there. Yeah, that's kind of the worst possible scenario. <laughs> well, cool. So a, all cannabis is illegal gonna in be Russia. In a lot of fights, I'm sure, like people are going to want to test her. You know, like oh, you think you're big, you know that sort of thing, right? Like oh, you think you're Doesn't a star, you think you're going to get special treatment. Mm -mm. I've always thought about how I would navigate those waters, and I would just do it like I did. Yeah used to do back in school is become friends with someone who's super tough and a good fighter and be kind of like the the like the idea person mm, i would just not talk that was the role i always yeah. had like elementary school I'd, mm -mm, I'd become your friend so you'd protect me and just let me be quiet behind the scenes i'd probably do like run errands for you i'd be your errand bitch <laughs> i do quiet. need that i would yeah <laughs> I'll do what's necessary. <laughs> when I moved back home briefly for three months when I was 23, um, I used to pay my sister a dollar to open up my beer for me. My Wait, beer that why? I that I had to hide behind my bed and was warm. Because I wasn't allowed to have alcohol in the house. So her opening it made her in trouble? Like No, the... she had to go downstairs and get the opener and Aww. come back up and open it for me. And it was worth a dollar to me because I was relaxing. I would so become your bitch. <laughs> I'd be like, sure, totally worth it. Be right back. <laughs> and it was worth it to drink warm Corona. Um, was it? it was better than nothing at all. 
It's believed that her detention there in Russia is politically motivated. Yeah, it was during that big, like, back and forth. She's being used as a pawn, as the belief, a bargaining chip in the U.S.-Russian political arena, which is pretty heated right now. Um, the war in Ukraine it has gotten tensions very high. I'd be so pissed. I'd be like, really? Like... Now I'm the pawn between the world wars. Great. Mm-hmm. Everything's yeah. on my head. Great. Mm-hmm. Poor choice. They're probably like, gotcha. Score. Bitch, you didn't think I was just going to I'm getting a promotion bitch. for finding this. That's what's going to happen. I wonder how they found it. I wonder if they had like drug dogs or whatever, or if they just did a thorough search. Well, they probably knew she was coming in. They probably keep tab, especially during that time, we're keeping tabs on who's coming in. They knew that that was happening. I, it's just so strategic. But I mean, is that the level of scrutiny they give everybody, or no. do you think she got extra scrutiny? Oh, I think she. I think they knew she was coming in, and they decided to heavily search any Americans coming in because of the crisis going back and forth mm. between. They were just looking for somebody to looking, collecting, looking for right. When you play chess, you try to collect all the pawns you can. That's literally the point of the game. Well, that and winning. Yeah. Reactions from experts in hostage hostage negotiations are split on this. The government are some Russian and some from American. Well, no, American <laughs> experts on okay. hostage negotiation are split on this. So, on the one hand, publicizing deals to free Americans sets a bad precedence and in dangerous Americans say some on one side and then others believe that previous examples of such exchanges show that it's the only way to safely return wrongly detained prisoners well that's the only way the second thing works is if she was rightly detained or like wrong sorry wrongly detained unintentionally (laughs) well the U.S. department's stance is she is wrongly detained Right. Right. But and and even if she's wrongly detained for political, like it'd have to be for non-political reasons. Like they're saying it was the amount you had equals this. It equals this amount of time in prison. And somehow they got that wrong. But they they know exactly what they had and they gave her nine years. Like it's just blatantly wrong. It's overkill. Right. But the U.S. has a longstanding stance against negotiating with um like terrorists or you know anything like that Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like when when it gets into being considered a hostage situation it's so socially okay are we now negotiating like it seems like to be getting into a, a slippery slope right right officially secretary of state anthony blinken said the u.s made a substantial proposal to the Kremlin, Mm -hmm. but didn't say the specifics. It was the first public acknowledgement that the highest levels of diplomatic relations were working hard to bring Griner home. I'm just saying nobody would do that for me if I went to Russia and had some cartridges. (laughs) Macy go. I just would disappear and nobody would say anything. Naomi would be like, I'm here to record week three of Macy (laughs) gone in Russia. Nobody's listening to me. Like you would become uh, Winona Ryder. I would would become 
you would come to rescue me that, in Russia. What's that? AM coast to coast. I would I would become the new right, art, right, or whatever his last name. And I would be taken advantage of every day. That's and I would let would Sarah sit in your seat, but only with the understanding that she's just <laughs> filling space i just, just a place i just keeper. peed in my chair sarah to mark my territory <laughs> did you, you see how upset it? you just got you did that to me last week it's okay she can sit in my little payback it's a bitch my chair <laughs> i created chaos. you created the monster it was my fault <laughs> She's going to let me stay in Russia for at least a couple of months. You have to learn. That one. Yeah. How else are you going to learn? I mean, I probably <laughs> won't. I'll probably get killed. <laughs> Any agreement that U.S. and uh, Russia has would involve a prisoner swap with Russia. So trading a prisoner we have of theirs for a prisoner they have of Sarah, ours. So you also have to get arrested? Oh, wait, no. You have to get arrested. We need to find a Russian. A Russian. I know lots at work. We need to get them arrested. Yeah. <laughs> well, so you can swap them for me. <laughs> Just well, make them all to consider more attractive. That. Maybe a YouTuber would be good. Um, so a prisoner swap and or concessions on recent mm. economic san sanctions that were put in mm. place um, due to the situation in the ukraine how, so you see how this gets very complicated right. very fast it reminds me of wife swap mm, you know i was on that show no i wasn't the wife being swapped but it was somebody from my roller derby team and so i was like briefly on there so oh. i have like a five second national tv famous moment yeah yeah i used to watch that all the time You'll have to watch this episode. It's, it's a little intense. I feel like there's so, so much not said on that show that it's odd. Like, I don't know, like, well, do I, I just get you now? Well, seeing the behind the scenes on that was very interesting. Really? I mean, they filmed us for days and included like 15 seconds. Weird. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, you can tell they pick and I'm choose. like, I guess we had nothing of value to offer. They're like, cut her. Cut, 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 cut. It's all on the cutting room floor. Did you yell and fight? Um, I don't even re remember. She's too nice, that's why. We did a lot of things, and it's just like one little snippet of me like saying like one word. <laughs> <laughs> After three days of filming nonstop. <laughs> so, um... CNN reported shortly before this official announcement by the Secretary of State that the U.S. had offered notorious Russian arms dealer Victor Bout in return for Griner and another American they have over there um, imprisoned. Victor Bout is known as the Merchant of Death. Death, death. death, death. And he is here on a 25-year sentence. Dang for doing some arms dealing i just i, I mean it doesn't feel equivalent but yeah um okay like it does fit, that's like that comparison to me makes it feel so much more socially driven because it's all of i mean because it blew up on social media and the news because she's a basketball player like so she, again if it were me nobody's trading an arms dealer for me but because, and the charges do seem completely effed 
Like right, 100% effed. There's nothing legitimate. There's no but how many drugs people... smuggling with criminal intent. I mean, that says what you're going to go sell it. But like how much? What are you going to get? Five, five rubles? So how much does that happen to like a regular person potentially? I don't know, I don't know the ruble. I don't know. Uh, like, comparison. Yeah. The it is, but I don't know. Like, I mean, five it's, rubles could be a million I mean, US dollars. And probably. it's probably not doing well right now, honestly. <laughs> right. So Rob Sale, a former FBI hostage negotiator, did reiterate that swapping prisoners and offering concession, concessions to terrorist organizations or dangerous nations so is possibly highly problematic. He said, yeah, you get her or a couple of people out now, but down the road, it sends a message to other countries that if you want something from the U.S. government, you just take some Americans and trump up some charges. Right. Which I think there's a point there. Well, and my point is, I think only the right Americans, because I don't actually fully agree with that. I Again, I don't think the average High profile Americans. Right. And I mean. That's why they grabbed her. I know. They wouldn't grab me. So maybe I'm more okay with this than I thought. Just kidding. <laughs> JK. No, that's not gonna. No. <laughs> I'm. Pro- I don't plan to go to Russia anytime soon, so I no, think I'm good. It's probably on my list of no goes. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> the Bring Our Families Home campaign is an organization that supports the causes of wrongfully detained Americans abroad, and they counter these concerns, saying no data exists to support prisoner exchanges leading to more hostage taking or arbitrary detentions. Okay. Basically it doesn't increase people to be bad people. Based on the data so far, this is a rapidly changing political landscape as we know. Right. I would just like to say we do have an international audience. If you happen to be Russian and can have access to the internet, which you may not. Um, but if you do, we understand that not you every... You to break out, Griner? I mean... Oh, is that too extreme? You said it. <laughs> Where were you going with it? I was just going to say, like, we understand that that a lot of citizens don't necessarily agree with political actions taken. Um, mm-hmm. And if you do agree with political actions taken, then this is the point, like we tell many people throughout our podcast of, you don't have to listen. <laughs> but if you... You probably already stopped. You're not even hearing this. Right. I think the... <laughs> probably as soon as I said Brittany Griner, they were like... Eh, well, I think the second you were like, break, you're going to break her Jump up. over to yes. Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, right. We have re- uh, <laughs> reportedly offered this strong deal to Russia, so we're going to swap Merchant of Death, Victor Bout, to secure the freedom of Griner and Is it a Paul Whelan, who's the other um, dude who was accused of espionage, I believe. Oh. Um, but American government officials have said they have yet to receive a cur- serious counteroffer out of Mus- Moscow. So we've we've put this strong offer on the table. And we've not heard anything back of substance. Because they're waiting to use it against us at some point for something well, bigger. As you'll Why see in a minute, we time? don't have time to wait. How long has she been in there? Nine months. Since February. Oh, it's Griner has sent a handwritten letter to President, Bi- President Biden asking him not to forget about her. Oh. Well, that would be my worry is like the more time goes by, the because le- really that is what she has right now is some limelight of people... 
um well it takes people it. over here like keeping it at the forefront like actively working every day mm -hmm. right with luckily she has but i mean if it was you it'd be me and sarah and your dad <laughs> i don't know if what's the guy with the <laughs> three thousand instagram followers are enough to make waves but i would try six i would not forget beam. about you I international listeners please come to my aid <laughs> Beep, 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 beep. SOS. I don't know if that's right. And excuse me if it's not. It's supposed to be SOS. I've, you I'm, could have said something else like, wow. I'm feeling scared <laughs> for my safety. You're questioning everything that you held sacred. I'm so scared. I'm getting scared here with you. You're scaring me. President <laughs> Biden does seem to be truly taking this seriously he said he wouldn't meet with putin 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 pants at the <laughs> big summit unless putin was going to discuss the release of griner so that seems to be serious to me mm -hmm. while she waits her lawyer mr boykov said Brittany Griner struggles in large part because it's been very difficult to get her access to speak to her family back mm, here. I bet. Yeah. He said she suffers a lot without her family because she hasn't seen them for so long and it's very difficult to talk to them in any way. How old is she? She just had her 32nd birthday in prison, mm. Russian prison. That's like the worst so her lawyer said it's been very difficult to organize phone calls with Brittany's wife Sherelle and she's been unable to speak at all to her parents or siblings um, since her detention in an interview with CBS Mornings last week Brittany's wife Sherelle Griner said that she had been able to speak to her wife only twice since she was arrested adding that the most recent conversation had been so disturbing that she cried for two or three days afterwards. Mm. She told Gail King, it was the most disturbing phone call I'd ever experienced. Her wife worried about being abandoned in Russia and expressed to her that she didn't feel like her life mattered to anyone over here mm. and that she was just in so much pain that it was just really tough to hear. Mm. I mean, that would be so hard being isolated from your people. Like you, right. you just, you count on here. Like you get your one phone call, at least like over there, it's a different system. Yeah. Sherelle considers her wife to be a hostage since negotiations are being held for her release, which makes sense. Yeah. She's fair. been fighting nonstop every day to bring Brittany home. She didn't recently meet with Biden to discuss his, his efforts and came away feeling that the administration is working hard but Putin will need to step up with clear terms. So we've put terms on the table, but Putin needs to come to the table. Which is the part that makes it feel pretty helpless is that, you know, it's not like, oh, if only our country would support, like our your country does support you and we're trying, but we can't. But it's difficult. We can't make. Putin and when you're cut something. off from news, you just have nothing but worries and doubts and with world company. war three on the brink like you have to be so careful about what you do that's why i don't sleep that's related to my topics ekaterina kulagina may i pronounce that wrong a it's, journalist oh, okay. visited 
uh, Griner and herself last springtime as part of a civil society team that monitors the conditions in Russian prisons. And she said that Griner's two soulmates at that time were women who spoke English and were also in prison on drug-related charges. Okay. She said That's Gr- Griner. Just in the sense of like, you imagine like, oh, is she going to be dropped in with a bunch of murders? Like what, what is Well, that? at least you can have a conversation right. if you so choose. Right. Griner was reading a biography of the rock band, The Rolling Stones. Huh. And she sometimes also played a game with her soulmates that is similar to the board game Battleship. When I read that, I was like, please, God, do not let the only game that I'm stuck with for eternity be Battleship. Battleship is the worst game. I like Battleship. But so is it a cheat? There's no point to it because everybody's secretly moving their ships around. So it's like, miss, okay. miss, miss. Pause. I was going to say, well, everybody does cheat. that. It's you. <laughs> it's just like people who cheat. The ones who are most worried about are the ones effing doing it you're the it's you you don't play because you don't trust because it's you it's horrible i mean not only sarah you and i can play battleship sometime i am playing with this cheater not only is there cheating that is totally you get all sweaty a little nervous drink some more wine and make you feel better also i don't feel comfortable sink ships with how loosely the pegs go in there and there's always the possibility of somebody game raging and flipping it and then i never find all the pegs so okay that's yes yes i hate battleship i felt so much for britney griner in that moment i'm like maybe she likes battleship maybe she came up with the game (laughs) well it's not even battleship it's similar to the board game battleship because it's a russian version of battleship so i don't even know what we're dealing with here (laughs) don't you try to cover your shame well we have like <laughs> u.s ships so they probably have like russian ships if you had one last game that you could play in prison what would be mousetrap what's a game i could play over and over and not get sick of it mousetrap to diagnose adhd you have to talk louder say that oh. again you're far away oh i really like connect four mm. <laughs> that's fun and crazy eights when I was doing therapy with children, um, the ones that had ADHD, I had all these games and mm-hmm. they would go for mousetrap every time, the ADHD kids. I like mousetrap. Mouse That's fun. The game that traumatized me when I used to work with elementary kids and that I can never even look at again is that goddamn guess who. Oh, that was if my I favorite to, growing up. I yeah, but all too. the kids, and th- like I would work That's in an elementary too. school. And back to back, every kid the would next pick thing, the guess who. The next thing you're going to tell me is that you hate Hungry Hungry Hippos. And then I... No, I love Hungry Hungry All Hippos. Right. I did not have that as a choice. Okay. I thought guess who was problematic on so many levels. Because it oh, literally targets yeah. stereotypes. Yes, it's, right. it's horrible. Yeah. It's, but right. I didn't understand that. I just eventually... Child. I didn't know what to do because I tried hiding it and they would be like, where's the game? And the- <laughs> Right. Cause it's good. I did. I did. <laughs> it's not good. Thoroughly. It's the worst game. Um, what's the, uh, Oh, who's does your person have a big nose? <laughs> sorry. And a weak chin. What the fuck is that game teaching us? Rosy cheeks. <laughs> I hate it. I Thanks. hate it. Um, sorry i like sorry because it taught me how to be a mean person <laughs> no sorry is good for distress tolerance I it's think. yeah oh a good way to let it out that's a, it that's go. a good one that um that's we, sorry we use that it <laughs> sucks to be you we use that at work in our games group because it does teach so much 
about how to handle disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> right. So this reporter that was checking on the prison situations said that in Brittany Griner's lockup, which is a pre-trial detention center inside correctional colony number not one, which sounds terrifying, women were allowed to shower twice a week. She also said that Griner was suffering from pain, including headaches. And she discovered that Griner is in a bed for typical height people. And so a foot of her body couldn't even fit on the bed. That is a, terrible. That is a benefit for me. Um, I will fit in all the you'll, beds. You'll fit on the cot. And then this reporter also said that the prison was very uncomfortable because it's an old building and whatever temperature is outside just gets translated inside. So it's either overheated or too mm -hmm. cold. She did put in a request for Griner to get a longer bed. So that was something good. Yeah. She also said your shins constantly. That would suck. Well, not to be able to stretch out comfortably. That, or would her like uh, knees hang over? Oh my gosh. Your knees would probably hang. I'm trying to imagine where I'd end up on. I'd probably be up to her waist. Interestingly, probably. this yeah. reporter is said she's no longer allowed to inspect and monitor prison conditions. <laughs> Shocking <laughs> how that turned out. Is that is that about how tall Animal Cracker was? She was six four. What? Off skates. What? So she's six nine. Yeah. So Animal Holy Cracker cow. on skates was almost as tall as Brittany Griner. Right. Right. This was an old Derby teammate we had. Just. Yeah insanely yeah, tall animal cracker but yeah she was so nice she was a gentle giant <laughs> she was so nice she was so nice she didn't like hurting people and we, i we used to always tell her knocking her down be mean and like she just couldn't do she's it. just so nice she could she scared people just skating out there but then she wouldn't like because she was kind heart you just go for the knees on the tall folks mm -hmm. um or like the thigh you dead leg them and they, they go down or you get down under them you lift them up and they go, the bigger yeah. they are the harder they fall right timber it's old derby stuff low the low the it's low so, man the woman low. wins right. low man wins right. woman person. i don't i was gonna say I said low man, person wins because that's how we well i was say. like are you talking about co-ed derby because i hate no i i didn't I did like that like i didn't it. like it at all like i didn't like it either in weird spots with your weird body <laughs> no i didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't mind hurting them, but it would be like, I don't, I, I don't just know. didn't really understand. I didn't enjoy the it. Concept, I guess. I just didn't. Yeah. Like, I understand that you fell on me. Get off. Like, get <laughs> off now. <laughs> I'm taking this offensively. Yeah. I mean, for it just it takes the so dudes long. that were you know into girls and then they're falling on them and it's just it's it feel it's like it just i mean that wasn't everybody in it but it's just some people's like okay i not or girls that wear over skimpy things and it's like okay like you know mm -mm. anyways tangent sorry i meant low man wins as in get low to the ground you can't get knocked down that was an accident and it rhymed that's really good. Thanks. <laughs> that was your motto. No, I just made it up. Brittany's next hearing is scheduled for tomorrow, October 25th. It'll already have passed by the time you all listen to this. Unless Macy posts it tomorrow early. I posted tomorrow, Tuesday. Okay, I posted it. No, so, yes, I posted on Tuesday last week and the week before. I don't know, sometimes. In the week before. Later in the evening. Uh, and should the court... <laughs> 
Should the courts uphold their initial decision and not accept the appeal, Brittany will likely spend time in one of Russia's infamous penal colonies. Ew, gross. Where she may be expected to spend hours a day doing forced labor for meager or very little, I hope meager or very little, same meaning, compensation. Mr. Wieland, the other prisoner they're trying to get out, who was sentenced in June 2020 to 16 years, has spent most of his time sewing buttons in a prison camp in the Mordovia region of Western Russia. Fingers. Russian penal colonies are prison labor camps. So this is where Brittany's going to go if her appeal doesn't make some traction tomorrow. They're essentially remnants of the Soviet Union's famous gulag system. So I had to look up, what is the gulag system? Mm -hmm. Despite criticism that the system resembled Joseph Stalin's gulags, the Russian government reintroduced forced labor Mm -hmm. in 2016. The gulag is recognized as a major instrument of political repression in the Soviet Union. It sounds like a very thick soup to me, like a stew. I know, that will, like a goulash. That's, like mm-hmm. so thick that you're going to choke mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. Griner yeah. will likely report. So if the appeal doesn't work out, um, will likely report to one of the 35 or so all women penal colonies in the country. So depending on where it is located, the treatment will vary. Jeez. Hopefully she won't go to prison colony number 14 because it's notoriously brutal. Inmates there have been said to live among rats, losing fingers while working 17 hour days at sewing machines and be forced to watch guards burning kittens alive. What? We've had our episode. You don't with cats. Right. Even though that documentary is stupid, we stand by the message and the title. We do. <laughs> the documentary was stupid. Why? I didn't watch it. Because they ignored the, the main thing, which was when somebody got viciously murdered, they glossed over it. Yeah, they 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 glossed over the actual person who was it, it was it was very shock and awe. Like they and they showed more than they should have shown, in my opinion. Yes, they showed the, actual like the cats, videos. Uh, I, where I'm like, dude, I don't want to see that cat snuff videos. I don't want to see you. air being sucked out of the bag while the kittens no, in it. Like they showed too much. Like I get that. Like okay, what you cut off the part where it, it died, but I'm you want you making me watch it being like, tortured I, or I mean, come on, on. like no, just stalled. We're filling in the blanks. Right, like you're traumatizing me, Netflix. I do not agree with how. And, Mm-hmm. sorry there's okay. a whole different episode yeah go there you can go listen, listen to it to fresh it. we don't know which one it is but it's there somewhere it's gone um there are several disturbing commonalities across the penal system so even though even if she doesn't get sent to that most notorious one they all have dilapidated infrastructure known to limit access to running water and heat especially in the more remote locations so prisoner hygiene is often re- neglected as a result, and the colonies are severely overcrowded with prisoners living in close quarters. Russian law dictates that each inmate have 20 feet of personal space, which is not much. That's like 
here to like the end of the camera. And 20, 20 feet's the distance to stay in play in roller derby. Yeah, but if that's your personal space, I would want more. From what to what? 20 square feet. Mm-hmm. So if you go that whole distance, it would only be a foot wide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'd Never. have to just right. flatlander it the whole time. Right. Yeah. And she's so tall. She needs extra because she's tall. She needs, yeah, extra concessions. But this is less than the requirements of the European Convention on Human Rights and is not even often met in the facilities. I was about to say, I mean, the U.S. has some pretty, again, a topic for a different day, horrific prison stories itself for prison conditions we've held. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. And they could be denied medical care. So for their labor requirement, most of the women are forced to cook, clean, or sew. And they say that overtime is voluntary, but the work is actually mandatory and guards will threaten retribution if staff don't sign up. So as a result, the prisoners are working 16 to 7 hour days with just four hours of sleep each night. And torture may happen. I don't sleep off four hours. I don't live off four yeah. hours. There we go. Yeah. So a lot is hinging on this trial tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. They've said that if Griner is sent to a cl- colony with a lenient governor, that she may be allowed to coach basketball in the daytime rather than being a seamstress. Okay. Experts- I mean, still a bunch of hot garbage, but okay right i mean it's still better than yes maybe or it might be torture as i'll get to in a minute torture basketball coach yeah who's buying that i don't know (laughs) that's a good question where are these buttons going we need to track the buttons experts don't expect her appeal to go through sadly but they say as long as they can keep the appeal process going, Brittany will stay in the Moscow prison detention center instead of being sent mm-hmm. to a penal colony. Which can t- t- take years, actually. Yeah, so that might be a benefit. So that'll give right. the negotiation time more time to go to work it out. A few days ago, her lawyers offered to bring in a basketball for her. So this is somebody that probably played basketball almost every day of her life, mm-hmm. obviously passionate about it, obviously a huge part of her identity. Mm-hmm. The prison does have a hoop, but she refused, saying it would be too painful to think about right now. Mm-hmm. For eight months, she hasn't touched a basketball. Kind of trying to almost disassociate from that a little bit. I just think you're... You know, if you think of Maslow's hierarchy, like she's at the bottom. Basketball is not, she's not, she's in survival there's, mode. Yeah, there's no trying to have some fun. <laughs> or or fulfill a passion. No, that's higher up. Mm-hmm. So for eight months, she hasn't touched a basketball. I need to remind her what she's lost. Yeah. And that was the whole reason she was there too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, tons of reminders. She said, maybe if I'm in here longer, but not now. Mm-hmm. so even though we may think like being offered the opportunity to coach basketball instead of sewing buttons or whatever might be like better that might be just like psychologically not better for her. well yeah and and them kind of 
getting to tote her around, uh, like use her in a way. Right. And it's outside of her choice and her control. Mm -hmm. Like choosing to play basketball because you love it is different than being forced to do it. So we're waiting on Putin to make a decision. Putin. Putin pants. Putin needs to bring a serious counteroffer to the table. Like we've like we're gonna give back the merchant of death, death, death. I mean, come on. That's like big. Putin needs to come to the table. Or get out and leave her. Well, that's my topic. That's a good topic. That's yeah, I've seen it in the news and it's it then it kind of dwindled away because because it's just kind of left the yeah center yeah, of yeah. news. Um, but she's still there. Yeah, still she's still there. there. We don't want to um forget. Okay. Yeah, that she's over there suffering. Never forget. Get her out. Free Britney. Free Britney. Free. But hopefully sooner than that. Sooner than later. Right. I mean, the thought of going to a Russian penal colony just sounds like horrific. I'm offended horrific, by the name horrific. too. Get out of here. You're penile. Keep your penile. No consent. Colony. That's <laughs> like, what we talked about. Like anything penile. protruding or penile, we want consent. And she did not consent to that penile. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right. What do you got? Smell over here for a sec. Well, I thought Sarah said it didn't matter because oh, it doesn't matter. All right, just it's kidding. Nice for the beginning. We do a little transition in the video. If you want to watch us on YouTube and see the video of us recording, um, it is on YouTube now, thanks to Sarah because she's awesome. Thanks, Sarah. You're so awesome. They're posted in part, part one, part twos. All right, so I'm going to talk about. Da, 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 da. I didn't get a drum roll. I'll do a mess. <laughs> no playing favorites, Sarah. I end up in a Russian prison, Sarah. <laughs> okay. On April 17, 1917, at a me- meeting of the Vienna Society for Psychiatry and Neurology, oh, Dr. Konstantin von Economo described a new disease. That's quite a name. You know? <laughs> encephalitis lethargica Mm. shortly thereafter he published his first article on this disease and he described this as a sleeping sickness Mm. have you seen that new netflix movie about the the, crud i'm not gonna remember the name now where the the sleep sarah will look it up for you yeah where he's the god of sleep no i have not what Sandman? Yes, Sandman. Oh, I have not seen Sandman. It. So it's a Neil Gaiman right, story, right? Right. I did watch all of that. <laughs> Full disclosure. And that's is it good. It was. I so it's, it's on my list. It starts a little slow and then it picks up, but I, I actually enjoy like I'm 10 out of 10, no. But it's like a six out of ten for me, where like I I want to kind of see what more time and money into so into for me it it'd be do. a three out of five. Probably. Probably. Okay. So I was yes. I was looking Tennis too many. I was looking up um I think I was looking at the actors in it and uh uh something came up about sleeping sickness and I was like, wait, this is like a real thing. 
Okay. Well, I don't. Can you just like give me the elevator summary of the Sandman since I haven't watched it? No. Or read the book? No. Because I'm trying to like link what you're saying. He's, you know, like the um, god of sleep. So he makes people sleep with his powers. Yes. And there's a lot of control. If you think about when you sleep, a lot happens in their hopes, dreams, fears, your worst nightmares. It can drive people to do things in the living world. Yeah, oh, go. I see. Okay. Right. It's Metallica. Enter Sandman. <laughs> um, okay. So that's how I got here. Okay. I love the entry point. Sleeping sickness. So this usually had a prolonged course. So I have to tell you, I have 12 different tabs up because I had to look up words and what they meant. So when I come across a word that I did not know, I'm going to read you the definition because I felt like I learned a lot. I love expanding my vocab. Yeah. That's, I was like, I feel like I need to know what this word means. Okay. So headache and malaise. Do you know what malaise means? Yeah, a general malaise. Yes, a general malaise, how we tend to hear it. So this is discomfort, illness, or unease where we can't quite identify where it's coming from. So I didn't like actually fully know that whole definition, that like not knowing where it's coming from. I have that sometimes. So it's followed by somnolence. Can I tell you how much I love this word? Somnolence. So this is a state of drowsiness or strong desire to fall asleep. Um, so think of like drowsiness. That would probably be a good way. I experienced that once in a while. Somnolence. And it, it's, get really, like, it's really um, interesting because I don't experience it very often, but sometimes I'm like, I have to fall asleep right now. I do that all the time. Not me. It's I'm very Somnolence. <laughs> It's almost like a narcolepsy kind of thing. Where, yeah, you get like you your head nods. Sometimes a good example mm-hmm. if people drive too long yeah. and they get the like that kind of feeling. Right. It yeah. is dangerous. Don't do that. No, I've been in a car with somebody that fell asleep while we're driving. Oh. <laughs> Don't do that either. But that was bad when we both fell asleep. <laughs> Luckily, it turned out okay. It was just a little scrape. But so <laughs> it was often associated. Oh, we were both asleep. <laughs> It was often associated with delirium, uh, for which the patient couldn't be, or could be easily awakened. So that was kind of the thing is like, they're not unconscious. Like you would be having this and like, you could be kind of startled out of it. Um, the state could rapidly lead to death. What? Right. Or it could persist for long periods of time. I, I'm going to get there. I know this is what freaked me out. I was like, this Please. is a legit thing that happened. Like Nappy is going to kill me. And, and it could progress to coma or you could recover completely. I don't want coma. I want to either die or live. (laughs) Kill me or let me live. Yeah. The coma thing freaks me out. Mm -hmm. Okay. So topic. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, (laughs) So this was typically accompanied by paralysis in your cranial nerves um, especially Mm -hmm. those affecting the eyes. So the eyes did this thing. I looked this up pitosis. Um, the eyes, like I should kind of roll up and they almost like a seizure type Mm. response. Um, Von Economo or Von Economo uh, concluded that he believed the disease was an encephalitis with variability relating to how it localized Mm -hmm. in the body. So it could present in some different ways. Um, Encephalitis, like 
the shrinking of the brain so that's why it got labeled that is that there they really tied it in with something happening in the brain okay. so um the disease began appearing in and i just want to say i paid to get this article good for you so you guys are getting this um this make sure you cancel your subscription (laughs) i paid for just the article um i'm still struggling to get my new york times canceled (laughs) when i subscribe just to get access to one article you know i opened that that in the history.com one i'm like f you i don't want your info i'll find it somewhere else Uh, so sometimes it's like the one thing i'm like i "I must have it well the problem is is that they have such good writers that you're like oh i like the flow of this and then you're like f you okay here we go. The disease began appearing um, frequently throughout the world. So again, uh, this like 1920, 1924 is when it started appearing. Um, official figures showing peaks about 10,000 cases between 1920 and 1924 with a mortality of 500,0 cases during the entire epidemic um, mortality. 500,000 people died. Mm-hmm. from this up to 1940. Mm. I've never heard of this in my entire no. life before. And I'm That's like, so why? Okay. So, and there's been sporadic reports of encephalitis lethargica cases since then, but not in an epidemic mm-hmm. sense like it did during that 1920, 1940. I mean, what was going on then that made that happen? Do you think? We'll talk a little bit about that there's still a lot of unknowns though it is a very there's still a lot of not answers <laughs> that you're gonna not feel Perfect. okay about i'm okay with so, non-closure <laughs> so during this epidemic period the signs and symptoms rapidly increased to where all of a sudden they had 28 types of it signs and symptoms encompassing virtually every neurological system including some that um originated with insomnia and then others were actually um the opposite of that where they would have more behavioral type responses okay okay so this new york city neurologist during this period had really this huge goal of trying to cure this and find like the antidote basically to to solve what this was it was such a big deal which made me think about covid Oh. Like, because we had a, a stint of a thing and it became the big focus. And it's like, I'm kind of curious, like, what is the time span? And will it just go away at some point where we barely hear about it and it's forgotten about completely? Probably. Yeah. Right. Probably. Right. Um, okay. So they said there could be some overdiagnosis during this period too, though, because like mm-hmm. having so many types makes it harder to diagnose. even after 100 years many issues still we don't know they're still struggling to answer what causes it how is it transmitted um and could an epidemic happen again is it still a diagnosis then today it is still a diagnosis today and there are still people who get the diagnosis but it's very it they're spread out like they're not what are the symptoms i i'm gonna get you there i swear i will get you there um it is now argued that the crucial involvement of the uh, role of the intracellular inclusion body. So all things are connected. When we talked about Robin Williams, oh, Louis bodies, Louis body syndrome. 
in the pathogenesis of idiopathic Parkinson's disease have originated from the findings of the same pathology in patients with encephalitis lethargica. So it's something that they feel is connected um, in the brain. Okay. Hmm. So related, we, again, we don't know for sure if that was this and this is the same as that or not. Um, again, widely because of how the presentation can show up. But again, we see that with COVID. Over time, different variations show up. So the presentation gets wider. So like Mutations. being a hundred years later, does it look so much wider because we weren't there in the moment and this is what symptoms were present at the time and it just got bigger as yeah, more yeah, yeah. coming out. Okay. Presentation and course, this is the part you want. <laughs> Encephalitis lethargica, sleep sickness is a highly polymorphic disease, which polymorphic presenting in different ways that tends to appear in epidemic outbreaks with signs and symptoms fluctuating to some degree from one pandemic, one epidemic, sorry, to another. The most mm. common headache, slight sore throat. Oh my God, I just had that. Chilly sensations, general weakness. <laughs> I have it. Mild gastrointestinal disturbances. It sounds like a well, no, I just had that in my big cold last week. Okay. Okay. The prominent signs are lethargy. So very. Nah. No, I didn't really have that. Sleepiness or stupor. I always have that. <laughs> Both at the onset and through the early stages of the disease. Um, the uh, lethargy or lethargy? Lethargy. I think it's lethargy. Yeah. Lethargy. The, there oh, there's Obi. Oh, Hi, Obi. You missed your bed. This is like there all are. I've been wondering. This lethargy may be more apparent than real. Like, so they're conscious and they're able to be like snapped out of it. Uh, they can become alert and sensible. Okay. So in contrast, a person may exhibit insomnia where you, if you think about like someone who's like unconscious or sleeping, they may be hard to wake up. That yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. Like this person is actually going to snap out of it like really quickly. They're not actually they, sleeping. So they call it like a fake or sorry, not fake, a pseudo somnolence. <laughs> so it's a you different do wake kind up. of state. Right. Um, sometimes patients experience delirium, paralysis, um, most often associated with their cranial nerves and their eyes. They get ab abnormalities, facial paralysis, masticatory paralysis. I had to look that one up. That one is, let me like see. You can't chew. Yes, I was about to say, I think that was the one with chewing. Um, dysphagia. Uh, dysphagia is swallowing difficulties. Um, and then what was the other one? Swallowing. Uh, and sometimes paralysis of their limbs. So there's something you know, neurocognitive about this, right. for sure. So some of the patients develop Parkinson's rigidity, catatonic stupor, uh, other I hate that word stupor. I know it's not great. Some patients, I know it makes me think they're stupid. Like right. people aren't stupid because they're no. having a thing going on. They could have, I agree with that. Um, they could have hyperkinetic <laughs> phenomenon such as meoclonius. What's that? Right. What's meoclonius? I looked it up. Okay. So this one of your tabs. It is one of my tabs. I'm going back and forth. Okay. So this is well, the part, be a quiz later. This is a rare form. So myclonia is a rare form of uh, 
an epilepsy that tends to impact the eyes and eyelids. So it's very, it's like a seizure type. So they like facial back, twitching. Maybe? Um, they it says it says it tends to go upward, like looking up. Mm-hmm. And some patients experience sensory disturbances, including pain, headache, facial, muscular. Isolated cases also talk about um, ataxia. Let me tell you, describe, so that's poor muscle control or involuntary movements with their body. Okay. So the mortality rates for encephalitis (laughs) varied um, based on time and geography. So between 1919 and 1927 in New York City and England, the annual rate varied from 29% to 75% for mortality rates. Wow, people are dying from this. I told you 500,000 people but, like, died. I don't understand. <laughs> Why I are know. they dying? Is it just shutting down their respiration? So, Is it like fentanyl? They said it wasn't considered to be contagious. However, there are some well researched instances because, like, this was a big, this was all over the news then. <laughs> and researchers were on it, just like they're on it about COVID, right? Um, so they did find that there were cases in oh which. God, it, Obi is in bliss right now. And getting all the cuddles. <laughs> so there were cases that it did spread from person to person. And there were cases where somebody passed it on to their newborn. Right. So, so it's not just a mental health no, thing. Like no. it's a virus. a virus or something. Yeah. Which is the difference. I'll tell you a little bit in just a minute about um, one of them. But yes. Um, so encephalitis lethargic could also be complicated by severe changes in behavior, particularly in children. So there's a picture here of um, a young boy who's said to have that. So his body is like flexed. And like, so they're saying he's like really rigid here, Mm. leaning forward, open mouth. And I watched a video of this and like the boy was actually sitting there and like his hand was twitching, but he held that like very rigid posture, Mm. mouth open. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It looked like a seizure. Um, Selective. Yeah. Selective mutism was also identified as something that Mm. could happen. I know I would show you the video, but honestly, it's just, it's just shock bait. It's, mm. That's what it is. Is all. Okay. So encephalitic lethargica in children, um, Vana Conmo said, and so some of this, remember 1931 here. So it's hard when I read this, cause I want to like, just be like, well, this sounds like you're just trying to explain away naughty children like children doing bad things. So I'll I'll read it and you, you take your opinion for what it may, but the video I saw isn't what is described here actually. So he said, we see here how organic encephalitis lesions in the brain may produce in previously normal individuals as strange alterations of personality, which cannot be otherwise described than that of a moral insanity or erotic imbecility his words, not mine. He continues to note that these children, quote, annoy strangers on the street, pluck their clothing, make faces at them, abuse them. They tramp, beg, lie, steal, write on walls, squander squander all the money they can lay their hands on in sweets, cannot be controlled at school, run away from home and spend their time at the cinema and in the streets. How dare you watch a film? Indulge in (laughs) sexual misbehavior of every kind. Every kind. And make other dangerous acts, except in the very young, 
Oh, sorry. End of quote. Because they <laughs> probably can't get out of the house to the cinema. So, I mean, I There's think a lot the of cultural part, stuff here. Yeah, right. Sure. The first part talking about change in behavior, I could see that and change in personality. Sure. The rest of that, like, didn't align with anything else I read. So I just wanted to make that clear. Um, like, yes, we've seen things like, um, I, it it sounds much more like a brain or a nervous he disorder. He sounds very judgy. He sounds judgy. He's he the hates, one that did most of the research. He hates back theater. In the day. That's clear. He's not a theater kid. <laughs> He's making theater pathological. <laughs> okay, so the pejorative and not good term Apache. Oh, right. What? He also used to characterize these kids, referring to wild behavior. So <gasps> obviously, culturally, socially inappropriate different times right so that's like take it with a grain of salt in that aspect in the acute phase he said it uh was characterized by intractable som somnolence that tiredness which was then attributed to abnormalities um in the brain so sleep mechanisms are localized in the subcortical brain so i looked subcortical up (laughs) yes i did there it is uh that's uh Underneath the brainstem, it in act involves things like memory, emotion, pleasure, and hormone production. So mm-hmm. that's those are all my favorite things. Right. So it impacts all that. <laughs> so encephalitis lethargic was often complicated by lingering or permanent somatic, so physical or psychological sequela. I what's, did, what's that word? I did look that up. Hold on. I don't know where that went in my list. It Secu- didn't pull up right. Secula? I'm going to have to look it up separate. Hold on. Secula. Secula. It's S Q U I. It's interesting. Um, he's like eyes closed. He's like so happy arms. right now. Okay. I don't have it on hand. So cute. <laughs> he's the most adorable. For sure. <laughs> okay, He's so a living stuffed animal is what he is. <laughs> I don't know where he was. He was hiding. He was gone. Nowhere. Yeah, he must have been napping downstairs. So they said that um that I lose my spot. They said that it's it's very similar to um Parkinson's. Oh. So what we currently understand of Parkinson, but again, I say similar because they, they are not the same or else they would probably say that um, there's right. a lot of research that it just does. It's not clear. So they call it post-encephalitic Parkinsonianism is one of the th- things that people say it might be, um, which is the rigidity, the tremor, um, flex mm. posture, the mass faces, um, but it is different from what we know as Parkinson's now because the onset is below middle age. So it's usually young, younger like kids. kids. That's kids. so interesting. Right. Um, and actually there was a study, a large it's study. related to seizures though, right? A large study during this, when all this was happening, um, which there is no foundation for, like there's no like real research, but it was done by someone during that time who said they were researching. Mm. Feels like it's linked with polio. Oh. So that's one thing. Um, but so this children symptoms lasting more than 10 years. So this like it's long set um, in the presence of the ocular, they call it ocular gyric crisis, which is the eyes. 
and Palilia. Is that not in my list either? Hold on. I looked this one up. I need to look it up. Palilia. Palili. Sorry. Palilia. There's a lot of bells in that. Palilia. 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 So that's the delayed repetition of words and phrases. Palilia. Delayed repetition? Like when you have them repeat something, there's a delay, like a lag. Oh, got it. So that's different than from Parkinson's as we know it now. Like that's not an issue with that. Um, Okay. So other features include things like uh, cranial nerve palsies. So having some sort of like seizing um, happen, the sleep disturbance with personality changes and autonomic dysfunction. Okay. So prognosis, where some patients appeared to show complete recovery altogether. Others showed somatic impairments, movement disorders, or psychological impairments, behavior disorders, especially in kids. Um, post-encephalitic, this gets harder as there's more wine, <laughs> Parkinsonianism, Those are was, that's why I looked them all up ahead of time, was believed Did to be- you practicing them out loud? Yes, I read them aloud <laughs> and I said them, was believed to be a sequel in up to 80% of effective individuals. So- when later on in life they got diagnosed with Parkinson's, mm. most of them were linked with having it earlier in their life. So interesting. I one of the people that they think was impacted during this time, they thought that maybe even Hitler had mm. had this as a child, and then his presentation of symptoms later on in life were from that. Mm. Um, and I'll I'll talk about actually right now. I'm going to give you a real clinical vignette of someone who had this. I love vignettes. Patricia McGuire, also known as Oak Park's Illinois Sleeping Beauty. In January 1932, 27-year-old Patricia began feeling increasingly drowsy every day. She fell asleep on a train. She returned home and slumbered for nine days straight. Slept for nine days straight? And then on February 24th, she became comatose. After about a year and a half, she began to show signs of consciousness with open eyes, alert expression, ability to respond to simple commands, although her eyes did not respond to light and she could not speak. Unfortunately, Hmm. these positive signs did not last. She went back into comatose and then she died of pneumonia. She died of pneumonia in 1937. But that's so that's how I'm thinking all these deaths linked with it so most of them start with a fever as like one of the first could it be comorbid stuff you're wondering i mean it sounds like it's um like the body's having some sort of immunosystem response thing that's kind of what this came up to is there's a thing happening that many, <laughs> I mean, the scientists don't freaking know, you know, I'm almost done with this whole thing and they still don't have an answer. So you know narcolepsy was a diagnosis at that time. No, but this is ruled out from narcolepsy because they are because well, and you can like wake with narcolepsy. It's like, they have to be a, like arisen from it. Like they're unconscious. How obsessed were you they're with easily my awakened. own private Idaho when that first came out? What? My own private Idaho. What? Is she saying words? Is that a song? 
Were song. you obsessed with something you want to tell us about? Never mind. <laughs> no, it's a fucking movie. What about Idaho? I feel like it was a song too. No. Oh, fight, oh yeah, fight. it's a B-52 song. Thank you. You're What's it called? Yeah, you are yelling. Because I'm angry because we're talking about my old love, River Phoenix. <gasps> I don't even know who that is. Okay, I, I got you a shirt. I wear it all the time. Movie. I just wore it last night. I love, I never saw the movie, though. I need to see that. I need to watch that movie. Yeah, you do. River Phoenix is hot. I was hot back in the day. When he was alive, he was super hot. Her brain was removed after her death. And revealed an atrophied frontal lobe. narcoleptic in the movie. That's the link. She okay. doesn't have narcolepsy, which was believed to confirm a diagnosis of encephalitis lethargica. So her brain was atrophied. It showed physical damage. Um, okay. So this the is. That was heavy. <laughs> the cat was heavy. That's this is the video of the boy. He's just sitting like that, but it's very disturbing to watch. It yeah, it seems very. It's very exploitative. disturbing. Right. It's, I mean, he's just sitting there, but yeah. Um, okay, so I'm not going to dive in huge into this because honestly, it's like 50 different possible reasons and none of them we know for why um, or where it comes from. Some have pointed at H1N1, like that pandemic virus being possibly linked because it impacts segments of the brain that are related. Um, so they say technically, preventively, you could take the whatever that um vaccine is for the bird flu may help mm -hmm. but that's again loose link um there's viral studies that was looking at things like um infection uh in, like brain infection stuff again nothing solid sars cov 19 infection um that one was looked at it impacts the similar regions of the brain. It's looks like a way that it's still happening. Right. And we haven't like no, no. connected any dots. Really. And that's what they like. That's what I like. I looked also. I mean, this is actually from um, like a neurology website uh, with current research. And it is just kind of like, a, eh, sorry, guys, <laughs> we don't really know. We tried. And part of it being. <laughs> Good luck. You could die or be totally fine or be in a coma. Right. It doesn't happen as much at all, like very sporadic, not in the same way, which is again, like what happened, but there was other, um, that tells me though, influenza like morbidities or cultural things. There were other were influenzas happening at that out. time too. So they're wondering if that, that made them more, um, like susceptible to getting this and then that potentially will. And they say that it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know because they don't know. Nobody pandas, knows. pandas, the um, Wait, why are we bringing pandas into this shit? Pandas, which is oh, the pandas, pandas <laughs> disease, <laughs> is a is a brain disorder that's typically brought on like most people who get that have a fever that initiates and they have that and then they can get sometimes like OCD symptoms from that. Oh, right. So. Not everyone who has OCD necessarily has had it like throughout as their childhood, pandas. right? And vice versa. Yes. <laughs> this is why I'm not spending much time on this. <laughs> I know what point we are at in this night. <laughs> I'm just skipping so many things here. The this burden really, of going second. If you're interested, reach out. I'll send you this article. There's a lot of interesting information. No, it seems like a really long um, article. There's a lot of 
brain damage that has been seen. So that's where it's like, it's not just mental health. There is actual damage happening in the brain and in the brain stem. That's what in the immune system. I think it's kind of confusing to probably most people because it's like, is this just a psychological thing or is it like physical thing happening with the brain? Well, because when I first started looking at into it, I honestly assumed it was something like the dancing, the dancing plague, plague that, yeah, that I did the topic on. I'm like, oh, because it's like during this once at time the lockdown syndrome, which you also did. Right. Yeah. I'm all about these. I remember all your topics. That's great. Don't steal that trap. That's a no, no, no. That's a backhanded compliment. Because what she's saying is you don't remember mine. That's what she really means right now. That's true. Don't believe this. This. I just realized I've been out of screen this entire time. I just moved myself back into screen. You're literally the middle of the screen. No, I'm talking about that one. Oh, it's like you're in the center. No, but I was off screen on the other one. Yeah. Why did it shift? It might have shifted. I think Obi probably did it. (laughs) Obi entered the circus. (laughs) (laughs) okay so there's no assurance though that modern cases are identical to the ones in the 1920s so but there are people who still get the diagnosis and there is a diagnosis interesting yeah and i've I've read all the criteria and it's like okay yeah i could see how that could you know exist prevention the bird flu thing confusing conditions there's a lot i mean i want to go to the like clinic and just like act like i have all these symptoms and see if i get so here's the here's the diet here's the criteria recent influenza like manifestations okay i was just sick hypersomnolence you didn't have that but i could fake that is wake ability easy to rouse during that yeah well i'm i'd barely sleep because stress (laughs) ophthalmoplegia i'll be i'm only saying that once i'm not saying it again (laughs) Um, which is things with the psychiatric changes and other conditions that have been excluded. So there's a lot of other medical conditions that can't be present, like a seizure disorder, et cetera. I would be willing to potentially risk a rate increase in my insurance premium to see Mm -hmm. if I could get a diagnosis of this. There's a lot of different treatments. Um, but again, when you don't know what you're treating, there's a lot of different treatments and there's no like one thing that works, but a lot of people like this one worked really good, but if you think like at one on one case, like okay, we we don't know right, generalizability right, right. of that. But um, specific to each person, like this treatment works for them. Right, but we do know that it passes from mother to infant, which is interesting. It's just so interesting. Right, so right. I mean, it could be biological or it could be like behavioral, like just learn because you see your mom doing that stuff, and then you're doing the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hard to know. I'm just going to share one last thing. I, I don't have an answer for you other than it was a thing that killed 500,000 people that nobody Which talked about. It's crazy. Uh huh. Um, that one under the rug. Right. Um, and so Oliver Sacks, you know, Oliver Sacks, who does all the like psychology book, right? Where he writes like in first person or not, he does like, um, subjective case studies with people and writes about it. He really, if you haven't read Oliver Sacks and you like psychology, you should definitely do that. I hate psychology, but I'll check him out. Do you say you hate psychology? (laughs) It's in the book. Awakenings is the book that it's about. Um, so he actually has some cases. Or is that a Harrison Ford movie? maybe maybe (laughs) actually maybe that's where i've heard very much be right about that um so he has some actual case studies in that book about this so if you want to read about real people's experiences check out the sax man 
All right. And the Sandman. That's everything. And the Sandman. <laughs> and the Candyman. No, I will not check out that. And don't do it. <laughs> I didn't turn on the light in my bathroom for weeks after I watched that movie. I was so terrified. I don't, I've never seen it. You need to watch it. It. I don't it's know if scary. it holds up because it was in the 90s and I was a different person, yeah. but it <laughs> terrified scary. me at the time. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm not going to the restroom. I'm not turning on the light. I'm not looking in the mirror. I am definitely not saying Candyman three times while looking I'm in sure the I mirror. I'm sure I did that. We should do that. Oh, we did, did it. We did no, it. No, uh, we should it, not. Didn't I do it okay, for man. the... I would do um, it for the patrons, actually. For the one in the mirror. What did I... What was that? I already forgot. Oh, oh my God, Obi. So What's good? Yes. Okay. All right, let's wrap this up. Bloody Mary. Oh, yeah, I did that oh, in the mirror yeah. three That's times. That's what you did. Yeah, I didn't Steel die. Steel trap, this one. Telling you. Good. That was sincere. That wasn't coming from a place of hate. Um, I wrote on my list, thank our patrons. <laughs> That's why she's like, I made a list. I was like, great. <laughs> I'm not going to read it. We love our patrons. You pay for our wine. Thank you. If you want to pleasant. support our podcast, please be our patron on Patreon. You'll get access to exclusives for only a dollar um if you haven't checked out our last episode please do so we talk about the candy man and fentanyl which is totally fucked until next time until <laughs> next time i have to look at the paper i was gonna say you do all that without <laughs> reading the paper I know, every time but it feels professional to have this it looks written on notebook paper you can't see you don't have your glasses on it's okay i'm intuitive intuitive <laughs> until next time make sure that you check it so tomorrow right Brittany? what's tomorrow's Reiner. that's 10 25 october 25th so if you listen to this later than tomorrow um that's fine, but go put pressure on. Do like, some the more activism. It's yeah. out there, the better. It's definitely, thoughts. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would jump on board with that. Bring Brittany home and also <laughs> always sniff your pixie sticks. Are you sniffing my <laughs> pixie stick? I sucked on the end of that. I know, but I'm sniffing Until it Until anyway. next time. <laughs> Have a good night's sleep. Bye.